0: hey y'all and welcome back to another exciting episode of the bedroom talks podcast where we get financially intimate get ready to be inspired and empowered by our incredible guest carlo aka the kingmaker carlo is not just your average coach he's a sought-after expert in the realm of money business and performance He's been transforming the lives of coaches, faith-based entrepreneurs, and elite athletes around the world, and his powerful king-queen energy method is profound. From a young age, Carlo embarked on his entrepreneurial journey, and now he's a beacon of wisdom in the online business realm. With a genuine passion for truth and authenticity, Carlo has navigated the ups and downs of the business world, emerging as a consistent multi six-figure earner. Join us in this exciting episode as Carlos shares his insights, experiences, and practical strategies for achieving your peak performance and financial success. From making more money to becoming the king or queen version of yourself, Carlos' wisdom is sure to inspire and uplift. We're gonna uncover gems of wisdom and learn from a true industry leader who's making waves globally today. Carlo joins us today from the shores of the Sunshine Coast in Australia, where he resides with his wonderful family, his wife Stacy and their two amazing kids, Scarlett and Max. Get ready for an episode filled with insights, motivation and actionable steps to transform your mindset and business journey. Stay tuned for an unforgettable conversation with the Kingmaker himself. Hey y'all. Get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and and stress today a big reason we don't talk about it at least not thoroughly anyhow that's where i come in hi i'm dr michelle marie a certified wealth coach best-selling author and the creator of bedroom talks get financially intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer, and let's unrobe this topic. Alrighty, I am so ready to get get into this conversation that I have been waiting for this. I had a conversation prior to recording this with Carlo and I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I wish we were recording right now. Um, Thank you so much, Carlo, for joining us. And I know it's actually kind of early for you. uh, So thank you for getting up early and doing this with me. Um, We're excited. Are you excited?
1: Yeah, super excited. Thank you for having me, Michelle. That intro is spicy. I like it. Thank you. It's very good. Uh no, thank you so much for the opportunity to, to be here, to, to share uh less about me and more about how people can uh transform their relationship with money and and help them in in whatever journey they're on, because I think and I know that money plays a massive role, as you, as do you. Yeah. And um it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I'm keen to get stuck straight into it.
0: Absolutely. So, um, why don't we just go ahead and jump right in? I like to fill my podcast episodes with encouragement, insight, and education at the forefront. Okay. And so, one of the goals for these guest bonus episodes is to utilize those three elements. in the most impactful way. And the best way that I can figure to do that is to ask each of you basically why you, you started this, right? So the question that I want to start off with is what inspired you to impart, embark on your financial journey and how has it evolved over time?
1: that's a that's one of the best questions I've I've heard in a very long time so credit to you I love that I'm going to it's in two steps so in order for people to understand why I do money now right uh, I just want to give you a bit of a background around why I got started in business so I grew up in Italy uh, I now live in Australia but I moved to Australia when I was 14 okay and my whole childhood uh, as with many many people impacted so much right? But also it was a catalyst for the first business that I started, which was a um a sport and confidence program for kids. So the journey with that began when I, I just finished high school and we went back to, to Italy for the first time after, could have been about five years. And I I was standing on at the fence of the soccer pitch that I basically grew up on. I was there like all the time and as i was watching these kids train and and just like i would have on the very same day many years prior a light bulb kind of went off in my head and i and i I was thinking okay you just finished high school you then need to go into college or university what am i going to do for the rest of my life i had a few offers um but i really didn't know and i felt that moment that light bulb go off in my head and said, this is, and I genuinely believe it was a divine intervention and said, this is what I'm meant to be doing for the rest of my life, to help people become the best version of themselves and to help coaches become the best coaches they can be so they, they can impact as many lives as they can. So at 18, I kicked off my business. I didn't know anything about business i had no sales background no marketing no education background so i literally started a business teaching kids without a teaching degree okay and wow. i started a business without literally any knowledge without knowing anything a- anything and i specifically remember when my dad registered my business name because i had no idea how to do that and i thought well I've got my business name now, I'm going to go to a local Facebook group and I'm going to post that I'm I'm doing this, I'm going to have a flood of people coming in. And it took me 18 months to get my first sale. And that first sale was $6 because of what we're going to get into it, all that money stuff that was going on inside. So that's how I got started. The reason why I'm so passionate about money is because of what followed in the next 10 years. So and, and I think it applies to so many great business owners out there, full of heart, full of passion, full of faith, but have never done the work around money and really understood the, how important it is, but also what it really takes to succeed, right? And I have a very specific view around money and the role that it plays in in my life and to what I do. So what unfolded over the next 10 years was incredible uh hardship, incredible challenge, growth, but I will never take any of it back because I know that it's made me into the person I am today and I'm able to do what I do today because of that. So my passion around money today comes from knowing how many great service-based providers, coaches, uh, allied health, uh, tradespeople, business owners of, of all kinds, that are passionate about what they do. They're great at what they do. They get a lot of emotional reward from helping people and that's what they want to do. That's what they're called to do, but they're not getting financially rewarded and that causes burnout. That causes incredible stress, anxiety, stress on your relationships. I'm glad you said what you said in the the intro because it's true. Finance and money is the number one cause of divorces. It's absolutely true, and it doesn't have to be that way. But we have to learn about money, and I'm glad that obviously we cross paths because I'm I'm a very sort of faith and spiritual based person. You serve people in this space, and I absolutely love it. There's a lot of misconceptions that need to be changed around. Absolutely,
0: I agree. Um,
1: in the space, so that's why I'm I'm here. That's why I do what I do. Uh, I'm I'm very. I, I really care about this. And and I realized that in order for me to help people become the best they can be and serve them to the highest level, I had to say the truth. There's a guy that was put on a cross for saying the truth, right? We all know that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, right? Because sometimes it's it's not what we want to hear in 2023. But I'm willing to, to, to care for people at a level where I'm okay if I piss people off in this podcast. I'm okay if people... Leave me a negative review and go and tell everyone that this color guy is full of shit. I am okay with that <laughs> because I would rather have a moment that could potentially change your life and do the right thing for you, uh, or for anyone that is listening, and and risk that. That's I'm okay with that. It's, it's a second maturity for me to do that because I, I've been a big people pleaser all my life. But yeah, hopefully that answers your question. That's that's what that's why I'm doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Um, I love how, you know, from just a young age, you were looking at doing something not only to grow yourself, but to be able to serve other people, right? And then how that just kind of evolved over time. I found that those of us with just this natural desire to serve others, things just continue to evolve in ways that we become not not become something unexpected well, we do become a, a, something unexpected but we end up in these situations where we're working in some capacity or uh, have a business in some capacity that we never ever would have imagined and uh, I just love that I absolutely love that um, so kind of going deeper a little bit into this this uh, question about your financial journey and how it evolved over time and thinking about money differently is, has there ever been a, or can you share a pivotal moment or experience that transformed your approach to money and wealth building? And I think you kind of touched on it a little bit with what you were explaining um, a couple of minutes ago, but um, if there's any area where you feel like you need or want to go deeper in that, or if there is something you know, maybe slightly different that you wanted to bring up now. In for moment. sure.
1: Yeah. Look, for, for me, the the moment where a lot of things shifted was the when you know that what you do is so good and it can change people's lives, but you're not doing it at the level that inside of you, you know that you could be doing it at. I feel like that's that's it, it eats you up inside, it eats your soul, right? The in and, and I think I think that's actually really important that that point. I think I just surprised myself there with it for a second. <laughs> the in so many people think that money is just for materialistic things. And I would say this. Yes, there's no problem with that. I think every spiritual person that tells themselves that they're not materialistic, they're lying to themselves because they much rather – tell me if you would rather, you know, wake up in a beautiful beach house or in a shack. I mean, (laughs) life life is great (laughs) either way, but I just know which one would feel slightly better, right? Now, the reason that I've learned – and I might be going on a tangent. Bring me back, please. uh, (laughs) For money and why money is so important, especially to spiritual people – is that, first of all, we think that as soon as we make money, we, we, our heart changes and we start focusing on the wrong things and we become selfish. I, I strongly disagree because I truly believe that in nature we are good. And if, if the love of money, which is the lust of money, is the yeah. root of all evil, people, people misconceive that. I actually think that lack and scarcity is the root of all evil. That's my personal belief because I've seen more people do more evil because of a lack of money or a lust of money or and, and even greed, people that are like greedy, right? right? They do that not because they're in abundance, but rather because they're in a scarcity inside here and they d- never feel like they have enough money. So they need to take advantage of people. I've seen more banks robbed because of a lack of money. I've seen more people get hurt because of a lack of money. I've seen more marriages break down because of a lack of money. So these are things that I've developed. And and I really, because I grew up with a Catholic blueprint, financial blueprint, it was big. Like I had to do a lot of work around it. The second thing that I would say around money, why it's so important and, and where it shifted for me, and I'll relate it to everyone else as well, is that the role of money is a resource. Okay. There's that background noise. <laughs> so m- money is a resource but why is money so important and why is money so important for us and, and, and is involved in this thing that we call life because our soul in essence needs space our soul doesn't need money but it needs space and how do you get space you get time you get choice and you get freedom and the only way that we get that is through something called money, okay? So for any spiritual person that says, I'm spiritual, money is not that important for me. I would check that because if if people are so spiritual and they they have this thing, they should focus on giving their soul as much space as possible. What would it look like on a day-to-day basis? It would look like saying, hey, I can wake up at 5.30, I don't have to go to work, I can spend two hours praying, meditating, looking after my, my internal self, and I don't have to go and do anything because I have money that allows me to do all of this. Tell me if that doesn't bring you closer to, to a God, to to whatever people believe in, okay? Of course it does. It's always going to because now you have space. And the reason why people restricting life and the reason why I wanted to do this was because I knew that I had a good heart. I had to I had to remind myself that right because mm-hmm. the, the thing for me the fear one of the fears for me was hey if I make all this money I'm gonna I'm, I'm not gonna have a good heart I'm not gonna do the right thing for people okay so once I started making more money somehow magically I started becoming a lot closer to God to to what I believe in and I know it's, it happens for people as well and all of a sudden as you do that, you also start doing what you wanted to do all along, which was impact other people's lives to the level that you truly want to and you're capable of and you're called to do. Does that make mm. sense?
0: Yes, that is so good. That is. Oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go. There's a couple of directions I want to go to on this, but I, I do want to point go both. out. Um, I, I apologize. I forgot to mention this in the beginning. I have multiple dogs. I am. Uh, watching at the moment, including my own. So apologize for the background noise, the barking. This is life. And we don't uh, edit these podcasts. We just go with it because life is life, right? Um, I love that you brought up this aspect of uh, the spiritual perspective of money because that is something that I talk with people about all the time. I run into people all the time. I mean, I am I am a um, faith-based person myself. I work with people who are very faith-based And I have been in um, church environments for years and people always have this, in my opinion, my experience, have this assumption that God doesn't want us to be wealthy, that God doesn't want us to have a lot of money. That is not what it says in scripture in any way, shape or form. God wants us to be abundant. He calls us to live an abundant life. He wants us to be free. And that means financially too, right? Look at the Proverbs 31 woman. I use her to, when I talk to women all the time to explain that God is okay and wants us to utilize our skills to make money. I actually had a conversation when I was starting my my business uh, with a, uh, a couple And the husband had a really hard time wrapping his mind around paying me to help him with his finances. He's like, well, you're a Christian. How can you charge me for these services? I'm like, because God gave me that skill set and God gave me this desire. Like, I don't (laughs) you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) And so we have to we have to stop thinking that it is wrong as a believer to have money. What where becomes the problem, like what you talked about, the um, the greed, the scarcity, things like that, having the lust of the money. And I I definitely agree where you said that people tend to have like that scarcity mindset um, over the love of money, that scarcity can cause them to be so sought after money because they're so afraid right? And so there's, there's just so many directions you can go in there Spot with that. So I absolutely, absolutely am on the same page there and, with you. And I love that you brought that up.
1: Thank you. And, and uh, can I just say, it's, um, it takes a lot of money to be a good Christian.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Doesn't it? Because, because you're called to serve and you're called to, to help and you're called to, to give, right? Yeah. It takes yeah. a lot of money. But see where the issue becomes is that we've been conditioned and we've been taught about money wrong. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't, not everyone grew up in a family of multimillionaires where money was abundant and it became a non-issue. We, we, a lot of us grew up in middle-class families where money was, you know, the result of really hard work, long Mm -hmm. hours. It was scarce. But see, where people's scarcity begins, it's actually not about money. Because money is not the problem. There is an abundance of money. There is a lack of knowledge how to get it. And there's exactly. a lack, there's a lack of us being who we need to be, so that whatever God you believe in, whether it's Jesus, whether it's Allah, whatever it might be, right? The old lady's parrot, whatever, whatever people believe in, right? It's calling you to be someone. It's calling you to be who you need to be so mm-hmm. that he can do 99% of the work and all you're called to do is the 1% to say, hey, who do I need to be? What do I need to believe? What what are the things that I need to do? And I'll do it. Does that make sense? So absolutely,
0: absolutely. It's, it's
1: all, it's all designed. It's not about money. It's about a higher purpose. It's about helping you become who you need to be and being everything that you're called to be. Right. So that you can do what you're called to do and you live on purpose. So that the day we we go, we're at peace. And our conscience, mm-hmm. see, I, I I see this everywhere. There's a lot of spiritual people they use and I Michelle, I hate this. Right. I genuinely hate this. People that go to spirituality and they use spirituality as a cop-out, as just a little way mm. to feel safe instead of actually using it in the way that it's meant to as an innate, an innate part of us, right? Yeah. And and it, it, to me, it's, I mean, I doubt God likes it because I, I feel like I'm pissed off for him, right? Because it's not about, hey, just, just go to this thing and just feel comfortable and safe and just use it as an excuse to stay safe. No, you're called to be a king, you're called to be a queen. You're made in the image of the highest, right? Step into that. If if people trust so much and they're so spiritual, where is that faith when it counts? Where is exactly. that faith when it's time to invest? So you you trust and you say grace at the dinner table and you're grateful for the for the food, but you don't have the faith enough to say, "Hey, I'm going to invest in a coach like Michelle or myself or whatever." And I know that when I back me, God backs me back. Where is it that, where is it when it counts, when it's scary? So I, I'm i a little bit at war. No, I'm not a little bit. I'm at war with people that fight that I call it, you know, the little in a bitch, right? Not in the sense, but in the sense of the little coward, the little insecure child mm. that as soon as things go off, they, they start having a, a, like a little freak out right? That wants you to stay small. That wants you to stay in your in your bubble. That's not what you're called to do. That's not who you're called to be. Because if we are made in the image, then what are you saying about the image? When you show up in that little way, what are you saying about... Does that make sense?
0: Uh, no, absolutely. I am... Like in my mind, I'm like asking all these questions back, but I can't interrupt when you were saying, because it was so good. It's
1: okay. (laughs) Hit me. I'm Italian, Michelle. You need to interrupt me. My hands go.
0: (laughs) Listen, you see my, I'm doing it. I do it too. I got, I got some Italian in me too. I've never lived there, but (laughs) so first off, I want to say um, point out, you, you explained how you grew up and the, the uh, struggles that you grew up with and how hard you had to work for what you have, right? And, yeah. and, and you know, growing and getting better. And so I want to first say to um, those here in America, let's stop trying to compare ourselves to other countries and think that other countries all have it better than us. They do not. Okay, and I don't know what it's like in Italy or even in Australia if people act the same way. But here's the thing. We are all struggling. Okay, we're all on a struggle bus together. We all have been on the struggle bus together. So let's stop being divided. Let's unite and work on this together. And that brings me to the one main question that I really wanted to make sure came out in this podcast. And that ties into what you do. And you kind of just brought it up a little bit. And I was I was hoping you were going to bring it up, so I want to pull it out more. Um, You were talking about, you know, going to your, you know, figuring out who your higher self is and working to the capacity of that higher self, right? And you you mentioned the words, and I want to go deeper. Talk to us about um, this concept of the king and the queen, and how do we figure that out. How do we figure out in in your perspective, give me, uh, you know, one or two practical tips that you feel like is the easiest way or not the easiest way, per se, because that's not always the best way, right? The most effective way to just kind of point us in that direction. And how can that help us to really tap into being our best selves in whatever we do, whether it's an entrepreneur or just a employee or in our households or anything of that nature. Mm
1: -hmm. Great question. I will begin to say that you don't necessarily have to figure it out. It's already there. Now, I'm going to bring in the, the topic of identity, not as mainstream media wants you to see identity in 2023, more in the actual how it actually works and, and most people don't realize this now identity is basically let's let's say it's the reputation you have with you it's who you say you are to yourself that's it oh. now inside of us or let me rephrase let's use you Michelle as an example right Michelle isn't what there's, there's different things. There's, there's Michelle as the name, right? But then if I were to say to you, hey, Michelle, who are you without your name? <laughs> right? It starts to change.
0: Good question.
1: Now, most people, I do a lot of identity work with people. That's basically the number one thing I do. Now, you have a name, but you are not your name. Mm-hmm. You have a hand, but you are not your hand. Okay, you have a foot, you have a head, all of that, right? You are not those things. You have them, but that's not who you are. So now it begs the question is, "Hmm, who am I? Okay, you are made up of a bunch of different Michelles. It's just like everyone else, like me, I'm made up of a few different people. Let me explain. I'm a dad. So there's Carlo, the dad. There's Mm -hmm. the kingmaker and there's... The son, there's the husband, there's the guy that goes to the gym, there's the coach, right? Now, why is this an important bit to understand? And I always use the example of a mum, okay, because I think it's very, very easy. Mm-hmm. Now, why do mums struggle to make time for themselves?
0: Because they're always serving everyone else.
1: Because they are a mum. And what does a mum do? Notice, For each label that we give ourselves, there is a program. Dr. Michelle. Now, Dr. Michelle is not going to go and be a graffiti artist. (laughs) Why? Because that's not what doctors do, right? She's not going to go and dress up, or maybe you do, I don't know, dress up in like the latest street fashion. Why? Because doctors Act in a certain way, and they are they do certain things that they don't do certain things. Now, mums, this is interesting, right? Because I know you work with a lot of women, so hopefully this (laughs) adds value. The reason why mums are stressed out, they're tired, they're exhausted, they're frustrated, right? They blow up, right? Is because they wear the identity and the label of mum all the time. Now, does a mum? go and have a spa day no she doesn't right she wants to (laughs) she ah very good so she wants to (laughs) but in even if she goes what happens or right she's gonna break loose she feels guilty she's Mm -hmm. never present all of this now why is this important because we've been taught that i am michelle i am carlo and those labels have programs that have been formed mm. by our past failures, successes, embarrassment, all of it, our, our life. And so we keep leaving these, these identities into our future, but some of them are outdated. Picture like the clothes that you and I were wearing when we were seven years old. If we wore them now, I mean, you're you're 25, right? I'm I'm 32. Um, yep. yeah. <laughs> so if, imagine if, if imagine if you were still wearing the clothes of when you were seven years old,
0: Mm-mm. would you do it? No, you wouldn't, right? Not a chance. <laughs> Not so a chance. why
1: are we still wearing the identities and the beliefs and the programs of when we were seven years old?
0: Listen, y'all, it's
1: powerful, right? Listen. So. Let's go back. Let's go back to this king and queen self. You don't have to figure it out. It's inside of you already. You are complete. You don't need anything else. The problem is that you've been developing the broke, insecure, fearful, doubting, lacking confidence, overweight. This couldn't be possibly, you know, it's too good to be true identities. And you forgot the king and the queen that is inside of you, but it is still there. Mm. It's there because tell me this, and I'll use you as an example, Michelle. Tell me a time when you were on fire, like when literally everything went your way and everything that you touched turned to gold and you were like, you felt like you, God was with you and, and made everything go your way. Is there a time in your life that that happened?
0: Yep. When I got to a point where I had overcome all of my financial, all of my at the time current financial uh, challenges, and I had a new house, a new Great. job. How How did you bar. feel then?
1: What was I it was like? I was amazing.
0: I was you so were amazing. peaceful.
1: So peaceful. Good. So peaceful. What else?
0: Um, I was happy, joyful. I felt like I had time on my hands. Yes, I wasn't stressed You were light. Out over what was going to happen.
1: Per- yep. Michelle. That's the queen. That's mm-hmm. your blueprint to your queen. It's there. The problem is that you, fo- you, you need to fight your brain because your brain has got the amygdala, right? Is mm-hmm. all, all your brain wants is for you to stay safe and comfortable. It's as it's, it's close to a devil as there is, right? right? Because it stops you from being what you know you can be. And it stops you from being what God wants you to be. So people need to understand the subconscious mind and the subconscious program. Subconscious mind is what controls everything that we do. Okay? By the age of 35, 95% of everything that we do is a habit. It's a habit. We're not even in control. So I see coaches out there saying, talking about confidence, talking about money, talking about this, talking about that, and they don't focus on that. And I question what are you doing? Because unless you change that program, you will always keep playing into yeah. the little bitch self, the little insecure self, and you'll never step into the king and the queen that you are called to be. Mm.
0: Mm. Listen, I for, for those of you that are still listening at this point, I hope you really grasped what he just said. If you did not rewind this about what, five, six minutes and listen to that again and listen to it over and over again until you really get it. You really, truly understand it because he just basically saved you probably a year to two of therapy, okay? <laughs> I'm not kidding you and lots of money, okay? Um, that, like, I, before you just said all that, I felt like I was in a good place. But you just explaining that, I'm like, dang, I need to reevaluate some things. I 100% like you and I had a conversation before this recording and uh, we, you know, got into a little bit of a a conversation about my path and where I was headed and I wasn't quite ready to hear that conversation because I know what my plan is, right? And so I don't always love it when people challenge that, but sometimes you have to step back. And you have to listen and receive. You don't always have to receive it right in that moment, but you do have to step back and listen in order to grow, right? But that piece right there that you just shared ties into that. I mean, I, I can tell you right now, I have a basically, I'm, a, I'm establishing as of last month a three year plan within three years. I don't care what I have to do, I'm not going to be working a full time job anymore. I know that there's going to have to be work put in place, um, but I've just kind of decided to put to put that out there and say for sure that that's what's gonna happen. Um, I, You saying what you just said just opened up my eyes to understand, opened up my eyes, opened up my heart, opened up my mind to understand that I need to work a little bit more deeply in some of those areas myself in order to ensure that that goal happens. Because if not, what's gonna happen is life is gonna continue to happen. And when life happens, my mind's going to get in the way and my plan's going to get pushed down the road further and further and further. And that's what happens to every single person. You have these desires, you have these goals, you have these dreams inside of you and we keep letting them be pushed to the side because of all the things you just explained.
1: 100%. And it's, I mean, if the level up was within your budget and was within your timeline and within your comfort zone, it wouldn't be the level up you need, right? Right it's always uncomfortable I talk about the the path of the king and the path of the queen is through quantum leaps it's not walking it's not tiptoeing through life it's through leaps mm. and unfortunately again you are, I'm I'm the same every time like there's something like, and, and you feel that voice in your conscience going like gosh this is and initially you don't want to hear it but then you're like man what do I actually want? and everything happens for a reason god brings people in 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 your path for a reason there is no coincidence like it's it, there's no i mean i did this again there is no like mistake there is no like um wrong wrong like everything happens for a reason for, for a yeah. reason it's it's always on purpose we don't see it but again if we trust right and if we say and if we are who we say we are and you learn trust and and this is why business is so amazing because I've never felt closer to god than when i'm when i'm in my king energy and when i trust i'll give you this quick mm-hmm. example i picture i picture fears right and i picture us doing the things that scares us the most as if you were standing sitting on a on 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 the edge of a tall building in space okay, and you're making this leap. And whenever you 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 actually apply your faith, right, it feels like you're falling to your death. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I'm
1: going to die, right? Oh, what's going to happen <laughs> now? I'm going to die. It's going to be the end of me. Oh, I'm freaking out, right? And yeah. as you you kind of free falling, um, you know, going into into that little monkey mind, it's almost as if, like, if you can see in your mind's eye, you're falling into black sky uh, on your back, like, oh, screaming. And uh, that's how I see myself anyway. Um, And then then you see the camera just sort of pan out and the angle kind of changes. And you realize that instead of being on your back, falling to your death, you're actually held up by two hands. I actually see Mm. two big like angel wings, right? That are carrying you all along. And the only issue wasn't the fall was the camera angle your mindset, mm. right? And how you view it, your perception of it, right? But see, isn't it true that if we look back and connect the dots looking backwards, God had you back the whole time?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Actually, so why not ahead. now?
1: So why not in an investment with a coach? The only reason why people don't invest with coaches, I don't care what they say, is because they're afraid of, of letting go of money. That's all it is. It's yeah. Michelle, after thousands of people, that's the only thing. They're just afraid to let go of a little bit of money that is going to get them a huge reward. And that's a, a fear of themselves being able to do it. That's all it is. I,
0: you know, it's interesting because I, I agree, but at the same time, I also feel like it's it's misplaced. And when I say it's misplaced, what I mean is we will so easily put money on a credit card and pay extra interest with Joe, which goes to some big box companies pockets, right? Or we'll, you know, go purchase things on Amazon or different things like that. I'm not promoting Amazon. Um, <laughs> we will go spend money on things um, because it feels good in the moment or we think we need it, Right. But we won't spend money on the things that really are going to continue to develop us and make us have a better life, not only for ourselves, but for our family and be of able course. to help us to be that king and queen it's version true. of ourselves.
1: It's true right? because, because we seek comfort. Yeah. It, it's, it's what it is. Look, look at how overfed. And your nation is my nation is every yeah. like Western world. It's overfed. Why we go we go to we go to food for comfort, and so yeah. we we condition ourselves to just do the things that feel good in the moment. Business isn't going to grow if you do the things that feel good in the moment. You've got to you've got to step into those things that in life, not just business, but into those things. You have to delay the gratification. Say, man, this. This thing feels like crap right now, right? Mm-hmm. But I have faith, but I trust and I know that as long as I put in the work, it's gonna work out. It's yeah. it's comfort, right? So it's the the king and the queen doesn't seek comfort. It seeks it seeks results, right? There's 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 a difference between choosing happiness and p- people are just happy and smiling all the time. I'm not happy and smiling all the time. I don't understand no. why you need to be happy smiling all the time. No, there are some days that I'm pissed off that people are doing stupid stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I'd rather be a little bit angry for a week and get to work and actually delay my, you know, happiness and actually work towards something because then then I have something, right? Something that gives me higher level of happiness, higher level of uh, purpose and an actual like self-respect. Mm. Uh, we're getting a bit of a tangent, but um mm. <laughs> I love this conversation.
0: No, I love it. I actually you you brought up um kind of some I wouldn't call them memories because they're it's what I live each and every day. Um yeah. you you brought up something that really truly resonated with me and speaks volumes to um, part of who I am inside today, part of that queen inside of me. Right. And also part of the history that led to what I do today. And, um, that is this aspect of thinking back and realizing that, you know, God has been with us the whole time. Right. And, and we don't always think about that in the moment we're not thinking about, the faith of continuing every single day, because we know that he's with us. There were moments where I wasn't even thinking of anything in a spiritual capacity in my life. And I look back and Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, he was with me the whole time. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll share kind of this as quickly as I possibly can. Um, My, um, I had an older brother and he passed away at the age of 19. I was 17 at the time and uh, he was in the military and he, him and I had a conversation prior to the night prior to him passing away. It we he was home on leave, and he left the next morning to go drive back to his duty station. And this conversation we had the night before, I had no idea it was the last conversation I was going to have with him. He knew that I was struggling with some things personally. He knew I was struggling in school, and he made me promise him that if I did nothing else in life, that I would at least graduate high school. He passed away the next day, went through a lot of stuff for the next couple of months. I ended up in a really bad relationship where the person was um, emotionally abusive and um, on, uh, doing drugs and basically put me in a position where um, he offered me up to somebody else for money. I'm just going to call it like that. Um, And I got to a point where I had to try to fight to get away from that. In order for me to get away from that, I had to move out of state and leave high school. Right. So I quit high school halfway through my senior year and ended up getting a general education diploma. I don't know what um, they would call it necessarily in European countries. Um, But basically, I just fought for years and years and years to try to figure out who am I? What am I going to do with myself? Like, what the heck? And it's taken me years to get to this point, um, overcoming challenge after challenge after challenge, becoming a doctor, which is crazy, considering what I had went through, right? But when I look back, I realize that's who I was all along. I just had to grow into that person. Right. And I'm still growing into that person and he was with me all along. So if he was with me all the way back then, why isn't he, why wouldn't I think that he wasn't going to be with me going forward? Right.
1: Correct. hundred percent. And there's a, there's a couple of little great things that, um, I like, I like to mention that, by the way, that's, that's such a powerful story and very, very inspirational. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of us think that we are what we achieve. We are our achievements and we are our failures. Yeah. The ego wants us to believe that I am the Mercedes. I am the ha- no. That's not. That's not what you are. That's not who you are. You're, you're far more than that. The the um. So, so that that's a really important thing for for people to to really kind of understand. The um, there was something else I wanted to mention. Now, now it's completely lost past my mind. But it'll come back. Yeah, it, it'll come back at the at the wrong moment. <laughs> but that's okay.
0: Um, no, I hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you. Um, the the possessions, the achievements, none of that is as important as who we become in the process. Hmm. And not only who we become in the process, but what are we doing with that becoming? How are we serving others? Right. And mm-hmm. serving others not in the people pleasing way, not in the not caring about ourselves. We're just gonna keep serving because I've been that person where I put so much effort into other people that I didn't take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not healthy. That's not healthy mm-hmm. at all. Cause you can't continue to give out of an empty cup, right? Totally.
1: And, and that's why and that's why money is so important because once you, once you generate it, once you have more of it, once your cup is full, I'm pretty sure that the the scripture says, "Out of the abundance of your heart, mm-hmm. give." Mm-hmm. Out of the abundance, if you're not in that abundance, um, which. One there's there's financial abundance that you need because that unlocks everything. but that financial abundance is created by, a, by, by an internal abundance of what you perceive of what you see because so many people go towards this journey of of, of um, making money but they forget what they forget what they already have they don't see the the abundance that they already have they're chasing the next thing over there thinking that will be the savior no it begins yeah so yes chase more but chase from a place where you are already complete okay because once once you do that then you're in in, then you're not going after money for money now you're you're going hey I'm I'm creating this thing. I'm going to give this thing and I'm, I'm going to receive freely and openly. But that's a point mm-hmm. I also want to touch on. So many spiritual people struggle with receiving because there is this thing in their head that we should just be give, 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 give. The thing is when you give, 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 give from an empty bank account and stress and anxiety and lack and scarcity, you're not really giving. You're doing it because you're like, man, if I do this, I'll get something back
0: or mm-hmm.
1: you're not actually really giving with a full energy with a freedom with a with a high intensity of what giving should be it should be like wow I am so grateful with everything that I have look i'm I'll buy someone's groceries and you know what i'm I'm so free I'm not stressed I'm not worried that am I going to have money no I'm doing it because wow look at what I have but see the first part of that first, chapter one of that book begins with go out and make it make more generate more because if you if if you're not generating enough how are you going to be able to give to the level that you've been asked to give mm. to and and let's reword that been asked to give that's not quite accurate i don't like it let's call it to the level that you that giving is meant to be because it opens up your soul even more it gives your soul more space that's what it's yeah. all about okay so we got to stop seeing money as the thing and start seeing it as the thing that allows us to live the higher purpose the higher the higher basically per point of life right yeah. which is to feel alive because there's a lot of people that are living but not everyone's alive and they're not alive because money's not there in their life because they they are blocking themselves there's no one there is no one with their hand on your head stopping you from making money apart from you it's your mind, and until you get angry that you've been accepting this, that life is this and that, there's people half as good as you that are, that are driving great cars and are able to donate hundreds of million dollars of charity, right, to charity, and they're half as good as you, and you're driving a Hyundai, and you're thinking that that's, that's it, and you're trying to be grateful for it. I get it, but you're missing the point. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> I You've you've honestly dropped so many good, amazing nuggets throughout this. I know that I am personally going to listen to this over again personally because, wow. Um, okay. As we get ready to kind of wrap this up, yep. I wanted to ask you... What advice would you give to someone who is just starting their journey toward financial empowerment and abundance?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep it simple. So, first of all, we need to we need to understand. We need to get to an understanding of why things are messed up right now, right? What what got us into this mess in the first place? So, let's get some awareness. The first thing that and and I run events around this, and my, all my coaching is around this. So, it's pretty easy to to kind of uh, to give this away. So the first thing that I will want to do is I would want people to understand, okay, there are three ways that people are conditioned and when you're being conditioned like an athlete conditions their body. People are conditioned around uh, money mentally. Okay. The first thing that I want to know is what are the things that you heard over and over and over when you were a child around money? Okay. So what are the things that you heard? second is what are the things that you saw so what what were the habits what were the were the things that you saw people do right the things that your phone bill came in electricity bill come in how did your dad talk about it how did your mom react to the talk of money what was your family conversation like when money came up did money come up money never came up Mm, what does that tell us Mm-hmm. What? What's the, What? How do? You, how would you have interpreted that as a five, six, seven-year-old child? The third thing is understanding what were the big emotional experiences around money. For me, my nonna's table in Italy, all the uncles around the table yelling and screaming about money, mum being angry, being upset, dad being frustrated, being angry, right? That made a big impact. What's the meaning of it, right? So we need to begin to ask these questions. That's where it starts. Then we need to view money as a relationship, okay? So, for example, people's relationship with God. What do you do? You pray. You spend time. You read scripture. You go to church. You do all those things. What about with money? Do you spend Mm -hmm. time with money? Do you actually give it time? Do you show gratitude? Do you show appreciation? Do you talk to money, right? Oh, but it's evil. No, it's not evil, right? We know now what actually is evil, right? Money itself, if I had a $100 bill in front of you, it wouldn't bite you. It wouldn't scream at you and it wouldn't make you go to hell, right? It's just <laughs> just like if you have your phone in front of you. It's how you use it. It's what you use it for. So spend time with it. Watch what happens. There's a the one of the laws of money that I teach is the law of proximity, right? Basically, it says that the closer you are to something, the easier it is to get it. Now, yeah. if you're sitting at that table and the fridge is 20 meters down the other way, in in the in your house, it's gonna be pretty hard for you to grab a jug of water, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're standing next to it, bingo. Okay, you can you can um you can hydrate yourself. So be close to money, build your relationship up with it. And then do the internal work that you need to do. Actually work through the blockages and the stories and the Mm. BS stuff that you have around money and just be like, wow, I've been believing this rubbish for so long. What the heck is going on? Why? Why am I accepting this? And honestly, this might sound a little bit um, left field, but get angry. Get angry at the fact that we've been accepting such BS for so long, right? That you've been accepting yeah. not living life to the fullest and see, hey, if God loves you so much, wouldn't he want you to experience all the greatest things in the world? I think he would, right? And I think when you do that, you are a better human. So do what you need to do to, to get there and experience it. There's no one holding you back except from you. That's what I would say. That's what I would begin. Um, and then... I would I would begin to to have something to sell, and go on the spiritual journey of actually making a lot of money selling yourself, because everyone Mm -hmm. is confident selling someone else. It's a different ball game when you put your stuff on the line for you and the yawn. It's different now. Now you go to a different level of trust and faith. Trust me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Imagine being the CEO of your own company
1: versus the CEO of somebody else's company. Yep. yep. <laughs> or the, or the it's, floor cleaner of another company. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, it, and it's possible. It's so easy. We've helped so many people make so much money and actually create the life that we talk about, right? With the time, freedom and choice, travel, family, traveling around, experiencing more, being around kids, mm. their kids more, helping more people actually being the reason being the name at dinner tables that says Michelle it because of the things that I've done with Michelle to Michelle told me that once you're the you're the reason for the change for the growth for a new life there is nothing like it it's mm-hmm. so uh, it so amazing really is to to actually have made an impact in someone's life. So, and it's possible for every single person that's listening to this.
0: I absolutely, 100% agree. So speaking of that, um, share with us what, you know, a little bit about what you specifically do. I know you you mentioned coaching people. Um, So do you have an offer, freebies? And then if people want to connect with you, how is it best to do that?
1: Yeah, 100%. So, so we do, I mean, it's the kingmaker. We do everything, right? <laughs> we we, we sp- specifically work with people um, that have a personal brand, that have a business, that want to make more money, They want to get more sales in, get the marketing right. We, we do all of that stuff as well as doing all of helping people become the king and the queen version of themselves. And, and for us, there's really... We, are, we we work on the f- on the four major things, right? Because if and I talk about this that if you have one of these, so if you have three of these but not one of them, to us that's failure. If you have two of them out of four, that's failure, right? We, we it needs to be all four, okay? So the first one is relationship with your husband or your wife or your partner. Um, second is if you're a parent, relationship with your kids. Mm-hmm. Third is to have a ridiculous amount of money and fourth is to is to have the body of dreams right because those four things every every one of those four things in order to have that mastered and down pat um is going to be you're going to develop the traits and the identities required for all the others the discipline mm. the consistency all of those things and probably a fifth one where, that we left out is but by default as well that spiritual Part of life, you you want it. You want to be a ten out of ten in, in those four or five areas of life. So that's what we focus on. Um, we're grateful to have had such incredible success and have helped so many people. And we're you know really good at what we do. So it's it's great. Um, and it, you know because of it, and we've been talking, but you see how passionate I am about spiritual people and that. I'm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I love working with. Spiritual and faith-based people, because uh, I know what it's like to to have that connection, that purpose, but not making it. And um, I don't know. Maybe God has sent me down to 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 help some of some of His people to 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 be everything they can be. I don't know yet. Maybe I'm not ruling it out. Possibly I'm open <laughs> to it. Um, so in terms of in terms of freebie, I um, I've got a bunch of free stuff. If if anything that maybe people um, have resonated with on this uh, feel free to reach out on Instagram, um, at the Kingmaker coaching on Instagram or Carlo King Carini. I'm sure you have some links in, in, in the description. Feel free to shoot me a message. I literally focus all of my social media to give away all my stuff for free and to really help people. I don't want anything returned. If it resonates and maybe you can do something awesome. But please jump on. Shoot me a DM. Say say g'day. Say hello. Um, let me know that you've listened to to this podcast, so that I can give Michelle some feedback as well, and <laughs> and it'll make her happy. And um, and if anything has resonated, please let me know. I've most likely I've got a training on it. I've got a PDF. I've got a little two part video series on it. Whether it's money mindset, sales for, for faith based people, uh, marketing, how to you know make more money online, all that kind of stuff. Please let me know. Um, and I'm more than happy to, to just serve and, and add value to, to, to your listeners for sure.
0: Thank you so much, Carlo. I have so enjoyed this conversation. Um, whew, like I said, I am definitely going to have to re- listen to this again, because there are so many things that you pointed out that are speaking volumes to me. And if it's speaking volumes to me, I know for certain it's going to speak volumes to the uh, individuals who are listening to this. Um, and that reminds me. If you were listening to this and anything that was said today resonates with you, comment below, uh, follow, subscribe, share this episode with a friend, a family member, all over social media. make sure you tag us and that, that way we can see that it actually resonated with you, okay? hundred percent. the the goal in this is to inspire everyone else to encourage others and to help you become better selves and to be more abundant in your life. So um, you sharing this with somebody else is definitely going to continue to help that uh, mission for us. Um, So uh, there are links in the show notes for you, for Carlo and for myself to connect with. Like he said uh, on Instagram, he is at the Kingmaker Coaching, and did I get that right? The Kingmaker yeah, Coaching. Okay. <laughs> um, Say it one more time him. at the
1: Kingmaker Coaching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and follow him, and you know, get in his DMs. Let him know you listen to the podcast. And um, for those of you who are listening and you haven't heard about my workshop that I have, it's every month for free two days it is the financial mastery workshop and i just am pouring into you in this two days and you can learn more information about it at www.financialabundanceblueprint.com forward slash workshop or click the link in the show notes guys until next time i truly truly hope that you are and pray that you are walking in your most abundant self continuing to grow and improve every single day. Thank you all for joining me.